It's all about the finish. One of the moments of the Waffle off this season. Clark with an absolute stunner. Swan Districts are the winners of the 2021 Simply Energy Colts Grand Final. And the Lions are back where they belong. Yes, hello all. Welcome back to the Weekly Waffle for another week here on Boom Radio, not just noise. My name's Ethan Roth with Jevin Collins. Unfortunately, no Brian Loverich, but Jeff, how yes. are you today? Uh, good, mate. Big, uh, big uh, state game. We've got to unpack it all. Yeah, it was uh, not the result exactly we're hoping for. Obviously, a loss, but no no doubt, a cracking game. Uh, four points the margin. Well done to the South Australians. We're going to unpack that today. We're also going to catch up with the Simpson medalist and the captain of the Subiaco Football Club, Lee Kitchen as they uh, prepare for their game in Kalgoorlie. Yeah, so, uh, 12 10 tomorrow on Channel 7. So, so keen to speak to Lee, and then obviously we'll preview round five of uh, the Waffle. And we're going to recap the state game, mm. Jeff, right here on the weekly Waffle. Yes. Uh, what did you make of the game? Obviously, not the result we were after, but a cracking game. You were there yeah. for uh, the second, second half, half of the game, but we- I did watch the first half on the AFL uh, uh, app. Correct, with uh, John Casey and Paul Persich doing the commentary. Yeah, what a duo that was. What did you make of the game? Stefan Jaira had a game, uh, a chance to win the game late. Hit his po- hit the post against the, uh, his original na- uh, stay. I saw, his I saw native a, state. I saw a comment um, that said he did it on purpose to make his true state win. Uh, I, I think, think. Fo- I think footy players go out there to win games. I yeah. don't think they purposely. And he's go been out here for long enough games. now. Um, no, WA definitely had their chances. I think they ended up kicking nine goals, thirteen or whatever it was, and South Australia 10-10. So WA definitely had their chances, but um, it was just the um, ball movement from South Australia that really caught Western Australia off. Uh, Michael Voss's son, Casey Voss, obviously won. Uh, their their medal, uh, he was outstanding on the day. Host of former AFL players in uh, listed players in the South Australian team in um, Matt Allen and Mitch O'Neill. They were both on the Eagles list in oh, re- quite recently. Uh, Casey Voss, uh, their skipper really stood up and um, yeah, McBean. Yeah, Liam McBean, I believe played for Richmond. Yeah, so I think. I think what Cam Shepherd said last week, how uh, people said that state footy is dying, I think well, it's well and truly still alive yeah. after that uh, ripper of a state game. But I just wish that they, it was a standalone fixture and it was at a waffle venue. But uh, no, it was good to have state footy back. Yeah, definitely. And for WA, the standouts, Lee Kitchen, obviously, we're going to catch up with him a bit later. Sta- uh, won the med, who was outstanding... Keegan uh, Nod as well. Keegan Nod. Bailey Rogers kicked three goals. He actually didn't get a um, single vote in the voting, which I was a bit surprised by because he had a, a really big impact up forward. Uh, Benny Sokol, no surprise, kicked two. Jake Folarenka and uh, Tyler Glytel were, were there. Cam Early played really well, as did uh, Chad Harris in his uh, debut. Sta- debut. Even even though he's Victorian, Lee Kitchen obviously Victorian as well. Yeah. Uh, Lachlan Delahunty Victorian as well. A host of uh, Stephen Jaro, South Australian. So it was pretty much half a West Australian team with a couple yeah. of uh, players from interstate to make up the numbers. But uh, no, it was a good effort, and uh, I think state footy's still alive. It is, well and, and uh, well, that's back to back wins for South Australia. Let's hope that WA can stop them getting from getting a trifecta of Hayden Bunton Cups because uh, 
yeah, that rivalry uh, means a lot to our state. We're going to come back very shortly. Talk about the waffle game that was on the weekend. Yeah, the other game, which hasn't got a lot of coverage, but it was an absolute belting. Anyway, we're going to cover that and around. But we've just wrapped up the state game. Now, the other game, the weekend, definitely wasn't a close game. An no, it wasn't. Belting, East Fremantle, absolutely slaughtered the uh, the Eagles reserves. Um 146 to 23 at yep. New Choice Homes Park. No contest. I think there was only three listed AFL players. So Brady Hoff, Zane True, and Rhett Bazo. So the latter two there Correct. haven't even debuted in AFL. No, exactly. And Brady Hoff's only played and, two or three um, games. So Eagles had uh, two laid outs, and uh, footy manager at East Frere had to call on two of the reserves players to come fill in for the Eagles as well. Absolutely chaos. Uh, I mean, Luke English bagged four, uh, Dylan O'Reilly bagged five, and Alex Mont- Montaban, I think that's how you say it, kicked yeah. four. Jared Tatsy kicked three, so it was an even contest. And uh, for the Eagles, Josh Burke kicked two, and he was the only... Oh, and Zane Sumich kicked two. They, they were the only multiple goal kickers. Obviously, they only scored uh, no. 23 points. Jared so. Pickett did his hamstring in the first quarter as well. Yeah, so so not, things don't get easier for the Eagles. Yeah, they don't. Uh... East Freer, on the other hand, though, they uh, they have a big percentage boost, so that's definitely going to help them. And they moved to the top of the ladder as yeah. well, that percentage. And they didn't arguably have their best three players in Erdley, Marsh, and uh, Jupp. Exactly. So, imagine if those were there, those players were there, because uh, could have got extra ugly for the Eagles. So, yeah, I mean, the Eagles, we're going to get into the rounds, uh, round five a bit later, but the, their draw against East Perth doesn't get any easier for them, as you said, so... East Freer are flying, and uh, that's how round four finished. Obviously, that game was supposed to be the week before, but uh, and it was supposed to be at the Wacker. So they, the Wacker still hasn't got a game yet, but uh, hopefully moving forward, no more drama uh, there. It's a bit of Oz, kick stuff at uh, New Choice yep. Homes Park when they had to call on uh, top-up players from East Freer. All sorts of shifting something around. Something you don't see at Waffle League level. You see yep. something in junior footy. Yeah. Obviously... You've probably, in your junior footy career, you've played for the other team when they need top-ups. Yeah, probably once or twice. Yeah, not, I, not I've done times. the same thing as well. So, uh, you don't see it at Waffle League level, but yeah. uh, they had to do it to get a team. And they've assured the Waffle that they're going to get a team out on the park this week to versus That's East good Bird. news. But those are the times at the moment. Lee Kitchen is not too far away. But before that, we go, Jeff, time to preview around five before we get to our special yep. guest. And uh, speaking of that, Kalgoorlie game, Subia... So, Subiaco and Swans, a bit of an early game at 12-10. Yep. Who do you think will get the chocolates? Um, out in Kalgoorlie, don't know the conditions at all. Could be a strong headwind coming um, from Esperance, but um, I'm, I think Subi are going to be too strong out in Kalgoorlie. Uh, hopefully we get a big crowd there as well. Uh, the field looks in immaculate condition out, out there in Kalgoorlie, so hopefully Subi go goes and gets the chocolates. Yeah, I'm backing in the Lions as well, but I think uh, Swans, you know, they've shown some uh, promise this year. So it won't th- be an easy game. Yeah, it won't be an easy game. It's set to be a hard-fought battle. Moving on to uh, Claremont. I think Spray says he's back his Swans in yeah. here. Uh, Claremont and East Perth at yes. Rebo Fitness. So a very interesting matchup. this one. Who do you think? Um, East Perth obviously coming off that heartbreak against Subi, that one point loss. And uh, Claremont, they're coming off that loss, uh, that shock loss to Swan District. So, 
You would think Claremont would bounce back, but uh, don't rule off the ro- uh, rule out the Royals for this game. Yeah, both teams probably looking for a bit of redemption and to uh, get some momentum back on track for the season. As you said, two losses for both clubs. I think Claremont at home will be too strong. I also think Claremont would be too strong, but I wouldn't be surprised if this was a tight one as well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, another t- game that could be tight is South Randall versus Peel Thunder at Fremantle Community Bank Oval, I should say. Uh, Peel, their fixtures do heavily rely on the availability of their Fremantle players, but I think regardless, I'm backing in South Fremantle here. Um, I'm going to back South Fremantle to bounce back after their shock loss to South Fremantle, but uh, Peel, they're, they're coming off a shock loss to Perth as well, but in saying that, they did come at Perth in that last quarter, so they could bring some momentum, but I think the Bulldogs are going to be too strong at home. Yep, and uh, the next game, West Perth versus West Coast. A very hard trip at Joondalup for any team, let alone a struggling Eagles side. I think uh, West Perth are, are going to do maybe not the same margin as uh, an East Fremont game, but definitely the same sort of effect to those Eagles. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think West Perth be too strong. Uh, Aaron Black off the, the state game with Keegan Knott. Um, they'll be too strong in yeah, the end, West Perth. Then finally last game. They're all at 210 apart from that first one, but on the fixture, Perth versus East Fremantle. Perth have uh, had a little bit of improvement uh, in recent weeks, but I think East Fremantle mm. should get the job done here, and the, yeah. their confidence will be sky high after that game against the Eagles. Yeah, as you said, their confidence will be sky high after beating the Eagle, the lowly Eagles, uh, but Perth, they, they did uh, win that game against Pill, but um, they did their best to lose it. Yeah, that's... Uh, they did try, um, but I... Th- think East Fremantle would be too strong. And East Fremantle welcome back some guns there in Jonathan Marsh, Erdley, all those sort Jupp. of guys. Jupp. So experience counts and uh, they're only they're only going to be stronger for that. Well, that's round five. It's an intriguing round. Uh, we've basically agree with all our tips there. I think, Jev, as we said earlier, Subiaco are set to play in Kalgoorlie against Swan Districts this weekend. Yep. The <coughs> game can be watched on Channel 7 mm. at 12.10pm as well as the AFL app. The captain of the Subiaco Footy Club, Lee Kitchen, joins us after a very good week for him, winning the Simpson medal in the state game. Lee, welcome. Thanks, Jens. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Now, before we get into the game, the state game, how did you find it out there despite you know the, the result? And You must be really proud to take away the Simpson medal. I'm really proud to play for WA, um, and it was nice to play a good game. But uh, yeah, a really good experience, awesome experience in the lead up up to it. Um, I thought we actually played quite well as a team. Just unfortunately, we didn't capitalise on our opportunities early, um, and a little bit of a poor decision making at times through the middle. We might have rushed a little bit, but uh, overall, awesome experience. Um, would have just been great if we we got the four points or the win. Now, uh, Kitch, what was the message after the game uh, from the coach? Was he disappointed or proud with the effort uh, for, from you boys? Oh, it was. It was. Um, Shep was addressed the group afterwards and said it's always interesting in those situations because um, you come together for such a short time um, so one of those challenges is just the way the group gel and, and what sort of mindset they take into the game and from that perspective he was wrapped uh, he's just disappointed that through the amount of work and effort that we put in that we couldn't have got a better result for everyone involved but um, yeah I mean positive but we would have loved to have won for WA so and where do you business there. sorry? Where do you see state footy heading in the future? There's been a little bit of talk about it. Uh, do you think you know the South Australia fixture will continue to be a regular thing? Yeah, I hope so. I think uh, everyone who's involved in it or has been in, involved with it over 
at least the time that I've been in and waffle, um, it's a big part of the reason that they play. Um, it's great. It's a really great experience to be involved in, um, and proud to represent the Waffle and WA. So, and I know the South Australians feel the same. So, it'd be great for it to continue, and um, confident that it will. Uh, you must be keen this week and to get away with the boys uh, to the game in Kalgoorlie. How's the preparation been this week? Um, preparation's been pretty standard, really. Uh, up until Saturday, we'll uh, we train the usual nights. Um, obviously had the bye last weekend so I could get a bit more work in over the weekend for the guys who needed it and rest up a few sore bodies even though we're only early in the year so welcoming back a couple of guys which is fantastic and looking forward to getting on the plane on Saturday morning For sure and what have you made of Subiaco's season this year? It's been a bit of a different team to what you know we might have seen a bit in the past are you still confident that you can go all the way this year with the squad that you've got? I'm confident we can play really good footy um when you're one and three, you probably shouldn't be calling that you can confident you can go all the way. But I think we can put together a side. Well, we have a side that with some improvement, we can play some good footy. Um, we just need to continue to improve. And we took steps towards that throughout the first four weeks and at different times played the type of footy, the type of brand of footy that we want to play. Um, but yeah, we've got a, long, a lot of work left to do, but hopefully we're on the, on the way up. And are you happy with your own game at the moment? Uh you always want to keep improving. Uh, I had a couple of reasonable serviceable performances, but yeah, I mean, you go into every game trying to play a better one than the last one or the best one you've ever played. So you're only as good as your last one, so looking forward to tomorrow. Yeah, uh, Lee, really appreciate your time this afternoon. Good luck for the rest of the season starting this week in Kalgoorlie. Thanks very much, guys. Pleasure as always. Pleasure as always, Ethan, to be on the Waffle Show. Yeah, thanks to Lee Kitchen for joining us. All the best for him for tomorrow. Sports Nation's coming up two to four. Bray's not here. I believe, Jeff, you're going to help me out for a couple breaks at yes, least. Yes, I am. couple breaks. Uh, and, yeah, it's been a privilege. Catch up with the podcast. If you're, obviously, if you're listening to a podcast, you don't have to do that. But, um, yeah, it's uh, the waffle season's well and truly starting, uh, kicking off. We're well the way through it now. So, uh, really.